Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's Let's start start with with Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For over 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death, and so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Yesterday, when I woke up, I checked my email on my phone. Next thing you know, I was looking at YouTube, one video after another, and a video popped up on the power of gratitude. And this fellow said that if we start our day being grateful and sincerely grateful for three things, that our day will be significantly better and we will be significantly happier. So I started my day thinking of a few things and I got out of bed a little bit later on in the day. I helped my mom out with a few things and very true, I was significantly happier. This also left me looking for reasons to be grateful during the day and also looking for more opportunities to make a difference. Now I live here with my mom 
And I know her favorite food these days is this cinnamon roll called babka, B-A-B-K-A. She can only find it at a few specialty shops, and it is very expensive. So after she went to bed last night, I did a little search for a homemade babka recipe. And last night, I made the dough, let it rest overnight, and this morning, I was to finish it and bake it. I woke up this morning, sprang out of bed at 5.55 a.m., knowing that I had some baking to do, remembered, ah, what are three things I'm grateful for? And what I chose for today is being grateful to hear, as I had my window open and heard all kinds of nature sounds, and remembering the sounds of music and the sound of voices of people that I love, I chose to be grateful for the bed that I sleep in, knowing that so many people whether they're homeless or don't have a bed, that I have a nice, cozy, warm bed. And the third thing to be grateful for, and don't laugh, but it's indoor plumbing. Yes, there's places in the world that don't have it. And thank goodness we're living in 2023. And how lucky I am because my bathroom is just around the corner. The older we get, tougher it is on our bladders, right? (laughs) I sailed down the steps, rolled out this dough, filled it with this cinnamon butter sugar mixture. I had to cut it a certain way and braid it and put it in the loaf pans. And the most delicious ababka came out of the oven. It was like the best cinnamon roll you've ever had. My day started out right. A little bit later, when I was getting ready, I happened to notice my quote of the day. I try to always have something inspirational around me because it's really easy to forget that we are divine souls having a human experience. And this said, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. And oh, do I love that. Because we have habits for thinking. Whether we're grieving and have thoughts of guilt Or sometimes we just get stuck in a rut, but we can purposely put in a thought of what we're grateful for and sincerely feel it, and it will change our mood. So it was a big day cooking my mother her most favorite thing, knowing that I possess the skill to make it. But here's one thing I haven't told you. 13 years ago today, my father took his last breath. It was one of the darkest, deepest, most awful days of my entire life. My mind wanted to start going back through the past and not thinking of the cheery memories with dad, but thinking of the negative things, the fights between my siblings and myself, the fear and all the things that followed, I consciously made the choice to say, Sandra, without dad going exactly how he did, with all the things that happened, I would have never done the research on grief. I would have never studied so much about the afterlife. I would have never written my book. And I certainly would never have this podcast. (laughs) 
So today, this day, yes, it's the day my father took his last breath. But it's also the day he stepped into the afterlife. And it's also the day of the babka. So forever in history, when I think of my dad and his final breaths, I will think of my mom and I enjoying the most delicious treat. I know that's probably a weird story to start off the episode with, but I'm glad we're together today. Because as cheery as I can be, when someone passes, the wound is never fully healed. Sometimes feeling a little bit of grief can just reignite some of the memories and some of the pain we felt. It's not an easy road going through grief and getting back into life. While we may not fully heal, we are not alone. Whether you talk to one person, a thousand people, a million people, sometimes it's your story of how you survived and continued on with your life that is the exact story somebody needs to hear. So I have a request. Let your light shine. Share yourself. Be true to who you are. You are surrounded by love. And you are loved. And if you need a good recipe for babka, (laughs) you just let me know. I'd love to read you an email that I just received from a listener. She says, Hi, Sandra. I took your advice and asked my friend to meet me in a dream. I told him that before I went to sleep. The first half of the night, I slept lightly. And as I woke in the night, I said again, Okay, let's do this. I'll see you in my dream. Sure enough, I found myself in the halls of my old high school, and I was feeling grief about the separation that had occurred between us. And then I felt a tap on my shoulder. When I turned around, it was him. I've had spirit visions before, and they are always glowing with this radiant luminescence. He was brighter than we are here in the physical, and he looked like he was older than my high school memories, but at his absolute best in his 20s. Very handsome and healthy. Unfortunately, he passed from drugs. Anyways, my mind caught up with me, and I thought, oh my goodness, you're here. This is crazy. And as I thought it, he turned and disappeared down the hall, and I woke up. I just feel on cloud nine now, knowing I can communicate with him, even through a dream. I guess sometimes it is as simple as, ask and you shall receive. You know what's really funny? As I read you that story, what kicked in in my mind was, I never get dreams like that. (laughs) Oh, we can be so negative, can't we? Ask and we shall receive. Here's the thing. Your loved ones want to be in touch with you. I'm sure they do, but it takes something from our side. So on my side, have I made it a practice to go to bed and ask, am I journaling my dreams? No. So, you know, we need to participate in this also. I'd like to read you one more from another listener. She says, I have been going through some tough stuff with my dad and have turned to your podcasts to help occupy my mind recently. In one, you mentioned the veil, and it reminded me of a dream that I had about six weeks ago. 
I thought you might enjoy hearing about what I experienced. My mother, who is in spirit, was with me in a large, almost warehouse-type art store. She was walking behind me, and we were communicating telepathically. But she was behind this milky but see-through screen that kind of had a gray color to it. As we walked, it went with us. I thought it was so fascinating, and it was very vivid and left me feeling that she is always with me. The other thing that really resonated was episode 109 when you mentioned apports. I had never heard of this before. When I was at the Vancouver gathering with mediums Carrie and Phil, I was working with one of my classmates who I've never been able to successfully read on Zoom. Anyway, I ended up bringing up a necklace that was purchased in Egypt by her mother and she inherited it upon her mother's passing. She had lost it this past fall and was devastated, but that part didn't come out in the reading. On Easter Sunday, she was drawn to look at a picture on some shelves in her home, and that exact necklace was draped over the side of the picture frame. She knew exactly where she had left it when she lost it. She said there is no way that she would have ever put that necklace on the picture frame. So I suppose that's another good example of an apport. I just had to share that because the little reading that I did for her actually did have some deep meaning to it. I love a good story of things showing up out of the blue and what our loved ones can do from the afterlife. The only apport I've ever received that I know of is just a few years ago, I lost one of my most favorite earrings. I was devastated. It's one that I always wear, tore the house apart, no sign of it. I was traveling, and so I put my remaining earring in the little pocket inside of my suitcase. Yeah, I was devastated. When I got home and unpacked, and I opened up to pull out the one earring, both earrings were there. Wow. <laughs> that was incredible. Have you ever received a little gift from a loved one? I'd love to know. Anyways, let's go to the break. And when we'll be back, we'll hear from a hospice nurse. Also, a little bit more of consciousness, continuing on from our last episode. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest 
Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot shades. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminess for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminess today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminess. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. So today is the day that my dad passed 13 years ago. And I just feel like I want to honor him with some great things we did there towards the end, because I think they might make a difference. First of all, 
dad passed from cancer. And it was a very difficult, very painful one. But a little game that we had is every doctor, every nurse, everyone that came into his hospice or hospital room, he wanted to make them feel happier leaving the room than when they walked in the room. So he would engage them in conversations, talk about their family, their kids, what they like to do. And it was a secret little game we played, but they felt better. And guess what? We felt better too. My dad was a fitness nut and he bicycled across the United States three times, raising money for charity and once rode across the whole country of New Zealand. Pretty remarkable guy. He had me record my voice, asking him to remember the journey. So he had told me some of the places he went to. So in this guided visual imagery session, I guess you can call it that, I had him recall the places, the faces, the clouds, the weather, the wind on his face, the sunshine, and then instinctively had him remember memories of when us kids were born, his grandchildren's laughter, times we would go deep sea fishing, and what it was like to get a marlin on the hook. He said listening to that recording made him feel better. The pain wasn't as intense. I brought my computer with me every time we were together, and I had two sets of headphones. We would watch funny movies, Airplane or Carol Burnett videos. And the more he laughed and giggled, that too helped the pain. If you follow the work of Dr. Masaru Emoto, he was the one who did the messages in water, where he would take, say, distilled water and freeze little droplets of it and watch to see what forms would appear. In distilled water, there were no forms. In water from some of the most pristine places on earth, beautiful snowflakes would form. In water that wasn't from a very healthy source, negative, ugly patterns would form. He had the idea to tape messages on water bottles, and what resulted was that positive words resulted in these snowflake-like images, and negative words resulted in these really abnormal formations. He did the same thing with music, took distilled water, which had no formations, put beautiful music, beautiful crystals, put some music with really rough lyrics, and the bad formations appeared. He also found that he could change water. So if he took water from an unnatural source that normally would form these abnormal patterns. And he subjected them to beautiful music, beautiful words. Guess what happened? Snowflakes would form. And that was a loud bird you just heard in the background. He had people all over Japan be part of this experiment. He had them boil one pot of rice and divide it into two glass jars. In one room, the rice was loved. Nice music, happy thoughts, happy words. And in the other room, the other rice was scolded. Negative things were said to the rice. 
If someone was having a bad day, go sit in that room with the rice. Here's what's astonishing. At the end of the month, people put both jars together. And all across Japan, people had two jars of rice, one black and one this nutty golden color. One smelled nutty and a little bit sweet, and the black rice was foul. So you know which rice came out of which room, right? I took a picture from the internet of the two jars of rice, and I kept that up in Dad's hospital room. I felt fear, he felt fear, but we kept the positivity going. Whether you are ill or healthy, it is so important to know the power of our words, the power of our thoughts, what we listen to. I don't have any children, and I wonder sometimes when I'm an old lady, am I going to be in a nursing home or what's going to happen to me? I have one of those 3D headsets called an Oculus, and I can see things in three dimensions like nature. I can travel the world. So my request is going to be great music and keeping that 3D headset. So even if I am an old lady in a nursing home room, I'll be traveling around the world. And you're more than welcome to come visit me. Next, I want to play just a short audio of a nurse named Julie who works for hospice. We often hear of hospice nurses and doctors witnessing people as they pass, and they're able to see beyond the veil. This is a little different, and I hadn't thought about this too much, is actually hearing the voice of someone as they pass. So let's listen. Because of this story, I believe in an afterlife. The story is about my favorite patient of all time. Yes, I do have a favorite, but once you hear the story, you'll understand why. My relationship with this patient gave me a belief in an afterlife and decreased my fear around dying. And hopefully it'll do the same for you. This man came onto hospice in his mid fifties. By the time we met him, he was really isolated. He was a hoarder. He did not have many friends or family. And he was really at the end of his rope. I think because he was so desperate, he was willing to change and willing to get help from us, the hospice team. So we really, really helped this man. We cleaned out his house so it was livable. We invited a couple of long distance cousins who could come in and visit him and kind of helped him get his life together so he could live out the rest of his life. After they left, it was mostly him in the hospice team. I would make visits. He ended up living longer than we expected and very, very well. So him and I had long conversations about the meaning of life, what he thought what he what what he thought was going to happen after he died, if he was afraid, just many philosophical and existential conversations. It was amazing. He probably lived for about nine months. And at the end of the nine months, when he was getting close to death, he had a continuous care nurse in his home, meaning a nurse 24-7. I was the RN case manager, so I would make short visits daily. The last day I saw him, I knew he would die that day. He was actively dying. He was unconscious. He was not aware of what was going on. So I said my goodbyes to him quietly in my head in his bedroom and just thanked him for the wonderful relationship that we had. I went to my car and I wasn't really sad. I was happy for him. I felt like we did him. We did a great job with him. I knew he was comfortable and I felt happy for that. I was in my car saying my final goodbye in my head to him when suddenly 
I heard his voice. I heard his voice in my head. And I got this wave of joy and freedom and kind of like flying. And I heard his voice. He said, oh my gosh, Julie, oh my gosh. If I would have known, if I only would have known. He was kind of like exclaiming it in my head. And that's the best, like it was like he was excited. If I only would have known, if I only would have known. And he didn't really say much. He just kept, he kept giving me the feeling of like, if I only would have known how good it is, if I only would have known how good it is. And like I said, in his life, he had a lot of struggles. And the feeling I got in this moment was that those were gone. (laughs) Those were gone. And he was just completely, completely free. It makes me want to cry right now because I could feel his freedom and I could feel his joy. He just kept saying, oh my gosh, Julie, if I only would have known, if I only would have known. And you could feel his joy. I was weeping, weeping in my car. And then all of a sudden it stopped. And I got a text from the nurse inside who said, so-and-so just died. Dr. Raymond Moody, who coined the phrase a near-death experience, and William Peters, who founded sharedcrossing.com, who we interviewed back in episode 23, would call this a shared crossing. When you witness in some way the passing of another person. So hearing their voice definitely counts. I found some stories that people had written, and I just want to read to you and see if any of these sound familiar to you. Have you ever heard a loved one's voice in your head? This man writes, I was my wife's caregiver for several years. After her health slowly spiraled down, I went through severe depression. Being a caregiver is the hardest thing I have ever done. I felt truly responsible for my wife's life and well-being. Crying is something I don't easily do, but one evening, while alone, I teared up and began to cry. My mother, who had passed three years earlier, spoke to me in her typical stoic way and said, You just do the best you can for her. Keep moving forward and don't look back. Then a few minutes later, my father, who had passed six years earlier, spoke and told me, Son, you're doing the right thing. I have no doubts about the afterlife. This woman says, In 2014, my mom died from breast cancer. I was with her every minute until she passed at home. A couple of months ago, I was driving close to a really dangerous intersection near my home. I hate this intersection. It's an on-slash-exit ramp for I-75 in Florida. I was driving the speed limit headed towards the overpass ramp, and I heard my mom's voice say as plain as day, Mandy, stop. I started braking, and a Tesla shot off I-75, seemingly out of control, and into my lane. Had I not started to brake, it would have hit me and my daughters at a very high speed. So I'm a believer after that, and I know my mom is with me. I've never heard my dad's voice after he passed, but at his funeral, when I was pretty sad, I looked to the end of the pew I was sitting in, and in the aisle, I saw my dad, clear as can be, with a suit on, looking young, looking healthy, and it comforted me, and I knew that he was still alive. Let's go to the break and we'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing in national parks. To visit or subscribe, just go to YouTube and type in Coast to Coast AM Official, or you can simply go to the coasttocoastam.com website and click on the YouTube icon at the top. It's the official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. You're going to love this. Just get on over to coasttocoastam.com and start your free listening now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. It's the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. And now, here's more Shades of the Afterlife.
Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. Do you remember in our last episode, I was talking about the gamma waves, the brain state, all the new science that has come out about our consciousness? A team of doctors has realized that just before we pass away and just after we pass away, our brain goes into a different brain state, one that can be compared to gurus who have reached enlightenment after sitting for thousands of hours in meditation go, that connection with all of it. Interesting, that is the state of mind with near-death experiences. But what makes this so incredible is that even if a person dies not being in that brain state, they are showing on an EEG machine that they move into that brain state. So this ties in with a new announcement that is coming from the Institute of Noetic Sciences. They have a contest going on for the person who can prove that our consciousness survives physical death. They had 108 people apply, and they are now down to 10 finalists. And they will be judged by senior scientists, and we should have the winner on June 24th of 2023. The Institute of Noetic Science is a nonprofit research center. It was created in 1973 by Apollo 14 astronaut and sixth man to walk on the moon, Edgar Mitchell. Their website is noetic.org. I'd like to continue with more words from hospice nurse Julie. I think you'd find her YouTube channel very interesting. Simply hospice nurse Julie. She has over 245,000 subscribers. She has many experiences of people passing away. And just before they do, interesting things happen. So let's listen. Hey guys, Hospice Nurse Julie here. I'm back for another eight to 10 minutes where I'm going to talk about the end of life phenomena that most people who work in end of life care see. I'm just gonna give you the top ones that we all kind of see. We don't know why they happen, but they do. So the biggest one we see is visioning. Visioning happens usually a few weeks to a month before someone dies. It's usually in someone who is very alert and oriented. They're not confused yet. They're not having hallucinations. They're not agitated. They will just suddenly start seeing their dead relatives, loved ones, usually mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, a child who had died, a pet who had died, and they will start saying how these people are visiting them, saying they're coming to get them soon. That's how it usually manifests. Every once in a while, it happens right before someone dies. Um, And it does happen in people who are confused, who have dementia. I will always say visioning is something that's clear and something that's non-agitating. So people like people who have dementia can sometimes have hallucinations that are agitating to them. They think they see a man in the corner, they're scared, they're paranoid. That's not visioning. Visioning is always something that is clear and comforting. We don't know why it happens, but it happens so often that we educate people about it. And as hospice providers, we usually use that as an indicator. Like if someone I'm seeing is very alert and oriented, and then suddenly they're telling me that they're seeing their dead relatives every once in a while, that tells me they have probably about a month to live. It's like a clear indicator. So that's one of the phenomena. 
The other one's called the rally or terminal lucidity is the real name. The rally, the surge is the nickname. I've seen it in my own grandmother. It happens in about one third of all of our patients. So one in every three. And that's when they are very, they're getting very close to the end. They're not quite actively dying, but they're like in that transitional phase and they suddenly get a burst of energy. They feel better. They're talking. They're having the best day they've had in a long time. That, that's what you hear a lot. You hear that a lot. Maybe they're even walking, talking, eating, joking, getting their little sass back. My grandma got her sass back and was like, this food's not hot enough. <laughs> um, and then they suddenly die right after. So the indication of the rally is that it's like they're doing bad. Ooh, really good, really good day or so. No longer than a day or so. And then down they die or they die within a few days after that. So that's, that's the indication of that was the rally. And we like to educate about it before it happens so people can really relish in that moment because it's usually only for a day or so. Now, if someone gets better and is like that for weeks, not the rally. That's not the rally. The rally is very quick. Um, we don't know why it happens, but it happens a lot. So we educate. So again, people can kind of relish that moment. Um, the death stare or the death reach, I put them together, even though they're two separate things. Some people can have the death stare and the death reach together. Sometimes you just see the death reach. Sometimes you just see the death stare. And that is when someone is, it sounds like what it is. They're staring up at the corner for hours at a time, not moving their gaze. Even if you're like, hello, they don't move their gaze and they're staring. And then sometimes they'll add the reach in with the stare, like they're reaching for someone or something, or even for a hug. Sometimes you'll see the stare and the reach and the smile, like they're seeing someone and they're hugging and embracing. It's wild. And I see it all the time and people see it all the time. Uh, we don't know why. Sometimes people can tell us. Sometimes we'll say, what are you looking at up there? And they'll say angels or they'll say my dad or they'll say my mom's here and they'll go to hug her. So it just depends on the people. Again, don't deny it as long as it's not that my whole thing is like as long as it's not causing them any pain or they're not hurting anybody or themselves. It's okay. Sometimes people at the end of life can do some of this stuff where they're picking at things and doing stuff with their hands. That's not this. This is very distinct. It's very much like, you know, a distinct reach or reach up to the corner that they're staring at. The other one is choosing when you're going to die. I have seen this in wild forms, <laughs> like people being like, I'm dying today. And you're like, what? No, you're not. You're not actively dying. As a hospice nurse, you can kind of tell when someone's getting close and they're in the active stages or transitioning. I had a patient literally decide they were going to die and then they died that night. And there, there was no form of like overdosing or anything crazy like that. They literally just chose to do it and they did it. It was wild. I have some videos about that. I'm sure you guys may have seen them. People will wait until everyone gets to the room, to the home, into the city, into the state, something like that, and then they'll die. People will choose to wait until everyone leaves so they die alone. Some families get really upset about that. They'll be like, we were holding vigil, we were all at the bedside, we were saying all of our I love yous, and this, the, the loved one kept hanging on, they didn't die. And then slowly but surely one person would be like, okay, well, I'm gonna go home and shower. Okay, well, I'm gonna go get a coffee. Okay, well, I'm gonna go. And then slowly but surely, then everyone's gone for a moment or two and then the person dies. This is like a thing. 
So usually we see like people who are private like to die alone, people who are really social are super into family or really, um, yeah, uh, like into like a social gathering, we'll wait till everyone gets there. I've seen someone who was actively dying, which means fully unconscious changes in breathing, changes in skin color, looks like they're gonna die any day, last like that for two weeks waiting for someone to get there because they had a huge large family and they were waiting for all these people to fly in. So it was pretty, it was pretty wild. The woman who decided when she was going to die, I wasn't there for that, but I did sign her up for hospice and she barely made it on, meaning like she was very borderline appropriate. Um, so she wasn't looking like she was going to die anytime soon. And I got called in for a death visit about a week later and I was really surprised because it was her. And I went to go visit and the caregiver told me that that night she was basically saying her goodbyes to the caregiver and to the son and saying like, thank you for taking care of me. Promise me you'll take care of my son because her son was older, but um, had some mental disabilities. And the caregiver was like, what are you talking about? I'll see you in the morning. Like, don't, don't talk like this. What are you talking about? And she was like, no, I'm tired. I'm going home. And she said, I'm going home. So the caregiver was like, okay, well, you're already home, but okay, well, good night. I'll see you in the morning. And she was gone the next morning. She had died. So some people just know, some people just know they can feel it. And then last but not least, I like to talk about animals. So our animals, our pets can really know what's going on. I've seen many animals act differently, act strangely, take on the symptoms of their owners who are dying. They'll be super protective of their owners. They won't leave the, the underneath the bed. They'll stay underneath the owner's bed while they're dying. They'll stay in the bed with the owner while they're dying. They won't eat and drink like their owner until the owner's gone. So animals are very intuitive and, and know and know what's happening. Of course, not every pet's like this, but I've seen many pets like this. But it's very fascinating to think about. And I also have talked to many veterinarians who say that um, pets often have different phenomena that happens during their death and dying process. That's a lot like humans. So very curious. Let me know in the comments what you think. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. You can also visit hospicenursejulie.com. She really believes in educating people about the dying process. My dad spent a little time in hospice when they were trying to sort out his pain medication. He had a tumor that broke apart his spine and they had inserted a pain pump within him. So he spent some time in hospice and I got to see what loving people hospice workers are. Unfortunately, my dad passed in a hospital and although the staff was really nice, they had certain regulations as far as how much pain medicine can be administered. So unfortunately, my dad died a painful death. They couldn't turn up the pain medication fast enough due to worries about malpractice suits, etc. I now know that the soul leaves the body before physical death. So I trust that that is true and my dad didn't suffer. I encourage you to find out more about hospice. That's the way I want to go preferably at home with hospice workers coming here so I can still look at my birds and the garden from the window. But you may wish to volunteer. There's plenty of opportunities to sit with patients. And I know personally some listeners who volunteer and it has changed their thoughts and had them really believe that life after death is true. 
How many stories do you need to hear or witness people reaching up for their loved ones and calling their name before you realize people really are there to greet us? So let's go for the break and we'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. Don't forget to check out my show, Strange Things, each week as I bring you the world of the truly amazing and bizarre right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
And now more Sandra on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. And this whole episode, I want to dedicate to not only my dad, but also my mom. Without her, who I love dearly, and I get to spend time with full time these days, this episode wouldn't be possible. You can't see me behind the scenes. You get to hear this episode smoothly, like it was all put together. But I have to tell you, I procrastinated an awful lot before pressing the record button for this final segment. I want to talk about my dad, a little bit about his journey, and how I know that he is still alive today. But why I procrastinated is because I am an emotional being, as you are. And sometimes talking about our loved ones is we have that fear like a Pandora's box. If we open it, we don't know what's going to come out. We are emotional creatures. And, you know, I don't mind if I cry on this show. I don't. I'm human. But for myself, there is so much involved with the time around his death, not only losing dad, but losing communication with my siblings, most of which has not yet been resolved and it may wait till the next world before it is. Some wise person told me that relationships can be like circles, that they come apart in the bottom and sometime they do reunite. Is it this world? Is it the next? I don't know. But I do feel that dad left this earth exactly the way he did. And even the part my siblings played in it, the fights that we had, etc., without things going exactly the way they did, I would have never gone on the journey to discover why people become so crazy around grief, how our brain changes when we're grieving, all the emotions that are involved. I would have never continued delving into evidence of the afterlife, and certainly I wouldn't be here with you today. So dad, siblings, mom, I love you all. My dad was born on his mom's 18th birthday. Could you imagine that? Oh, babies were born young those days. He got his pilot's license when he was 16, went off to being in the Air Force and ended up being a pilot for American Airlines. I was dad's little girl. Although I have a brother and sister a year older than me and a younger sister five years younger, I was the one that got on the best with my dad. He taught me to fly and yes, I have soloed airplanes. I'm not currently a pilot, but I do know how to do it in case of an emergency. When I went off to college and then started working in the restaurant business, dad and I We didn't lose touch, but that relationship certainly wasn't strong. He and my mom had gotten divorced when I was a teenager, and he went on to having a couple other relationships with nice ladies, but our relationship was rather estranged. I would see him once a year. He lived in Daytona Beach, Florida, and I was a chef working with race car teams. So every time we went to Daytona, I got to see dad. In January of 2010, 
not only did I get to see dad, but he was admitted into the hospital. We found out this tumor was really wreaking havoc in his body. At that point, they gave him last rites, but he went on to living another five months. Before his passing, I was really deep into learning about the afterlife, but dad was also very deep in Catholicism. He and his girlfriend went to church every single day, and I got to spend so much time with my dad because my siblings were all married, and I was the single girl, and I had good time off between my racing events so I could spend time with dad, which was so precious. The day came that I really felt like I needed to share with him everything I knew about the afterlife. Again, I was afraid because he was so religious, but I asked if it was okay to share, and he said yes. And with his big brown eyes, he just looked at me as I was telling him story after story after story. But in my mind's eye, I saw a yellow Piper Cub airplane with black lettering. I felt and I heard a man laughing with the message, John, I got to take my toys with me. I felt like I should tell my dad about that. And his eyes filled up with tears. He asked me to repeat myself. I felt like this man was saying that he was wrong, that he did get to take his toys with him. My dad had survived cancer from 30 years prior, and he went on to helping many cancer and AIDS patients really try to embrace life fully while we're here. He had a friend named Jim who owned a yellow airplane with black letters, who had cancer, and dad was trying to help him fight it. Like, you can beat this. And he said, Jim, you don't get to take your toys with you when you die. And so for Jim to be coming through saying, John, I did get to take my toys with me. At that point, my dad wanted to hear everything. After I shared with him, it felt like our bond got even closer He made me promise that I'd write a book about everything I knew about the afterlife. I didn't know how I would do it, but yes, indeed I have. His actual death, I won't go into now. Too long a story and too much to relive, honestly. But after he passed, not only did I see him, as I told you earlier, standing in the church at his funeral, but I met a lot of people in my journey as I started my first podcast, which is called We Don't Die Radio. And so many people said, is your dad in the afterlife? And I said, yes. Was his name John? Yes. Was he a pilot? Yes. And they would give me a message from him. I've also had times where before I go to sleep at night, I'd say, dad, are you with me? And I would get a slideshow of our memories that flashed before my mind's eye really quite quickly. And things that I have long forgotten, to me, that's a sign from dad, because there's no way my mind could have come up with those things that quickly. Of course, Sonia Rinaldi down in Brazil, who gets these pictures and voices of people in the afterlife, I had sent a message to dad in the hereafter and said, hey, I know this lady in Brazil who's doing all these experiments. If you can figure out how this works, if you can put your face on one of her photos. From time to time, Sonia sends me some pictures of people that are unknown to her. And lo and behold, in her experiment, 
was a picture of my dad. Now, not only a picture, but she sent me the video of the static energy that transformed itself into maybe a two-second viewing of my dad and also another gentleman who my aunt says was her uncle, and then the picture disappeared. It is a picture that looks very close to what he looked like in the Air Force, but we do not have this exact picture. So it's a wonderful thing knowing that he's around. I also remember the wonderful reading I had with Reverend Rita Berkowitz, who wrote the book, The Idiot's Guide to Communicating with Spirits. She is a retired spirit artist, so not only did she draw a picture of my father, but she told me some beautiful messages. And just to confirm it was really him, she told me some of the most specific things that no one else could know. Do I talk to my dad as much as I tell other people they should talk to their loved ones? No. And I think that's okay. I do a lot of meditations, and there's sometimes when I'm just about to go into that daydream type state that all of a sudden there is dad loud and clear in my brain and I just feel his presence. And sometimes when I'm waking up in the morning or coming out of the meditation, there he is. Personally, I think dad is right by my side, helping me help you and others to believe that relationship that became estranged during my adult life, I feel we are closer than ever right now. I want to read to you the last birthday card my dad ever gave me, and it's good advice to all. It's How to Make a Beautiful Life, Reflections for a Daughter on Her Birthday. Love yourself. Make peace with who you are and where you are at this moment in time. Listen to your heart. If you can't hear what it's saying in this noisy world, make time for yourself. Enjoy your own company. Let your mind wander among the stars. Try. Take chances. Make mistakes. Life can be messy and confusing at times, but it's also full of surprises. The next rock in your path might be a stepping stone. Be happy. When you don't have what you want, want what you have. Make do. That's a well-kept secret of contentment. There aren't any shortcuts to tomorrow. You have to make your own way. To know where you're going is only part of it. You need to know where you've been, too. And if you ever get lost, don't worry. The people who love you will find you. Count on it. Life isn't days and years. It's what you do with time and all with the goodness and grace that's inside you. Make a beautiful life, the kind of life you deserve. And he wrote, I love you so dearly. Words cannot express my love for you. Love, Pop. Aw, thanks, Dad. I did put a website together after my dad passed, just as a tribute and it helped me channel my grief into something. You can still see that at johnchamplain.com. I'm so grateful I still have my mom with me. Does she believe in life after death? Uh, Not so much. However, she's gone from not believing to being open to hearing my stories 
and we've had some of those psychic cool moments together. So remember, don't push this on anyone. People will come about their own beliefs in their own time. In closing, I want to remind you that our home base is wedontdie.com. Come join for one of our Sunday gatherings. You never know if your loved one will come through. In the medium demonstration, they're always so special. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for sticking with me on this journey. You are dearly loved, my friend, and you are not alone. I'm Sandra Champlain. Thank you for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.